Uh, hello? Hi. Oh, I hear something. Hi. Hi, Alex. Hello. What am I supposed to say? I don't know. <laughs> the classic sound check problem of what yeah. do I say? I always like to do, when I do a, a sound check at a theater. Um, Lorem Ipsum. That's fun. What's the next one? Yeah. Lorem Ipsum generator. <laughs> That's always the next word. I like to do. Um, Dolor sit amet. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dolor sit amet is common, yeah. Um, I always like to do when I do a sound check at a big place, I'll come out and I'm like, when in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for a people, but that's as far as I know. Uh-huh. So I always have to like intentionally trail off and like, you guys are bored. What else do I want to do? Because I couldn't yeah, actually yeah. go further. You should, you should learn. You should commit to one of these bits, man. You should learn like an epic poem. Made, <laughs> made, m- it does come up often enough. I really should. Good morning, Mitsus. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a podcast that used to be about books. Also used to be, as uh, listener Jay pointed out, way more about weeping. We, we've oh. really lost that in the introduction where we talk about how it used to be about books. We don't mention there used to be much so more we're, crying we're really involved. just at, we're just at it and. Yes. It and. Yeah. Yeah. It's and. Yep. There's something in there. Anyway, we're a podcast that used to be about the other words in our title. But now we're just about it. And uh, I am your host, Alex Falcone in Portland, Oregon. I am joined today by my co-host in Northern California, Mr. Ezra Fox. It wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, okay, Shaggy. And then also, um, I'm jo- we have a very special guest. Um, so what happened was um, uh, Anthony had an emergency 20 minutes ago. And then oh. our very special guest, uh, Mary... Um, forgot so she had a forgetting emergency and so she did not come now did that happen 20 minutes ago or is that like that happened happen- five ago oh. that just happened where i texted her to ask if i should make her some coffee and she was like oh who are yeah you? new phone who this <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly and so we have had uh we've had to make an emergency call um actually that makes it sound like it was a forced this is thing actually this is pretty much the plot of the movie you guys this is oh my god, totally it really the is! Plot of the movie. <laughs> so, computer ne- genius and somewhat odd person, um, <laughs> you, it, it just uh, not that we forced uh, because she volunteered. She heroically volunteered. She was, I think she was dreaming about this from uh, uh, a dryer, uh, a clothing dryer, as a child, actually. Well, she has a lot of also creepy photos of you and I where she's like just taped her picture over you. That's definitely happened. Yeah. So just yeah. trying to get in on our relationship as, but um, anyway, uh, so uh, she heroically, in her running pajamas, she was about to go outside for a run, mm-hmm. has heroically offered to step into the pod and save the day. Please welcome, you may know her from the uh, Top Chef podcast, Pack Your Mics. Please welcome my wife, Megan. Hello. Hi, I feel buddy. like I should like knock over my mic stand and then your <laughs> mic stand and then like break a window or something. Uh, except that those are our windows and so it's less funny. Yeah, it's less funny I... when it's not on TV. <laughs> if it does help, she so much. drove a very strange car here. <laughs> um, this is absolutely, the, so, I mean, before you even get started, the one change I'd make to this movie would be replacing uh, the lead character with Megan. Uh, so... <laughs> I think this is all totally play a lot be better. Into that. Um, yeah. it, I mean, m- so much more likable. Uh, we should say what we what we watched. Yes, we should. So this is episode. Uh, this is season two, episode forty. So even now, our second season, which was a hilarious joke, 
is kind of beefy and like maybe it's getting to be too long in the tooth so we might have to reset again third season somewhere somewhere soon um uh this is uh, we're ta- this week we're talking about rocket man not the 2019 film about uh elton john although apparently megan can't speak to that yeah I saw and not the, the oh very good yeah and, and also not the rocketeer uh the 1991 film about uh, a dude with an actual rocket on his man yeah, Wait, I remember seeing what does that, that mean? in well, 1991. Your person, you know, your man. <laughs> Wait, uh, <laughs> attached to a rocket. So tell Don't me about that it too movie. Much, just keep on moving. We're gonna talk more about movies. This isn't. So what was that one? Uh, so this was like, it was, I think it was Disney-ish. Uh, but it was basically like it's sort of like a 19, I don't know, like 20s, 1930s, like era sort of like superhero thing. Mm-hmm. Just like the the yeah the this dude who had like a metal helmet. And a rocket on his back. Yeah, and like, like a, a leather jet pack jacket. sort of thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it's been a while since 1991, but I do vaguely remember this. Well, we're also yeah. not talking about the 1954 comedy, The Rocket Man, uh, which is a black and white comedy. Um, seems to be about a kid with a helmet on. Anyway, I don't know much more about it. Or the 2007 well, episode of Law & Order Criminal Intent, Rocket Man. Hmm. But but we can say that for this Rocket Man, the Oscar hype is real. <laughs> yeah, we watched Oscar bait film, uh, the 1997 uh, comedy <laughs> Rocket Man, um, which is starring uh, Harlan Williams as the um, I guess titular Rocket Man, who is, uh, Man of Rockets. Ma- yes, he's a man made enti- no shit entirely out of rockets. <laughs> That's a man. That's okay. That's a twenty-year-old inside joke just for Ezra. Anyway, I really liked it. Uh, yeah, you did. That's enough. Um, yeah, we watched Rocket Man, which is about a uh, computer genius, but um, you know, street stupid uh, guy yeah. who ends up going going to Mars because he injures the main competitor. So, Megan, did you? turn off Mary's alarm or men in black flashy thing her to not remember to come in this morning or did you cause it Anthony's emergency um what it wasn't me (laughs) (laughs) um and if in case that wasn't uh, so you've heard it twice you'll hear it 2,000 more times if we're anything like the movie okay his catchphrase is it wasn't me in in the defense of this movie, this is 1997. All right, this is a pre Shaggy world. Yes, that's true. All right. I know. I was and like, I was so I, I made a bunch of Shaggy jokes. Turns out Shaggy stole it from Harlan Williams in this movie. Probably. I think this was really fresh <laughs> yeah. at the time. This could have been really, really good. I don't know. It's, well, the, um, the interesting thing is that he's using it in the same sense that Shaggy was using it. Yes. Where Shaggy is suggesting to his friend that he say this, even though his girlfriend saw everything, you know, yes. right in front of her eyes, and. He very, very obviously caused all of these issues yeah, in the he, movie. He only says it when he clearly did it. Yeah. When it was him yeah. and someone saw it. It really is more like, uh, like just like the Shaggy song, it's really like a, a song about gaslighting. And some with actual literal gas where he does like fart and not actually uh, say that it's him, right? <laughs> there was a whole fart based it wasn't me as well. In yeah. This movie. Yeah, not in the song. There, that's there a certainly less, is. Less in the you song. You don't know. There's, I did go back to the lyrics. I was looking verse. for a, a verse where, were he, there farts? where he was like, we were doing it on the counter. We we're doing it on the bathroom floor. Later, I farted in a spacesuit. <laughs> and, and what do I tell her? You know, she saw it happen. What do I say? Yeah. Uh, um, also, Shaggy learns his lesson. Uh, Harlan does not. I, you know, but he does get punished twice. He gets a girlfriend. 
No, 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 no. Hold on. Oh. Well, I mean, I think he... We don't see it, but he there's not enough food to get home. He definitely dies on the return trip. <laughs> that is a dark reading of the ending of this movie. Of the children's comedy Rocket Man, you think is That's about Harlan Williams sacrificing himself after the cameras are off. Not sacrificing himself, that implies a choice. He just Oh, died. he's murdered. <laughs> murdered intentionally by, by Ulysses the chimp. Oh um, man. We should get a little bit more to the, the background of this. Well, we are going to, yeah, before. we have so much to talk about. Um, we're still in the introductory phase. So okay. thank you for joining us, Megan. It is, it's funny, I did not realize at all, neither of us realized, I think, until, uh, until Esther said that, how important and related it was that you jumped in on the last minute. So, um, yeah. but do watch your head. I do a lot of um, spinning globe type activities here that might hurt you. That's actually true. <laughs> I did get a yo-yo caught on the ceiling fan the other day. He did. He That's did. the thing that, that happened, happened here. Um, so Adult human, Alex Falcone. <laughs> yeah, but it's my yo-yo and my ceiling fan. That's the thing mm. about being an adult. Um, it's a rented ceiling fan. Well, that's true, right? We, we <laughs> and I think the yo-yo was a gift, but whatever, whatever. <laughs> All right, well, making her last appearance on the podcast is Megan. Um, we... Uh, yeah, so we are um, uh, we are we're missing Anthony. I hope everything is fine. This is also funny. He said there's been an emergency, and I was like, I hope everyone's okay. And then he never responded to that. So, hmm. well, you know, it could be like one of those work emergencies because he runs a business and his employees are all potheads. So sometimes they don't come in, and he has to go. So it could be a work emergency, or it could be like an emergency emergency, which will make this so less this funny. joke could or could not age well. It's going to age like future. wine or like milk. I don't know. So. Uh, <laughs> Cheese is aged milk, so well that's true. But so is bad milk. So like, <laughs> well, there's something else in the. I don't know how to make cheese, but I feel like you don't just like leave the milk out. You gotta do some extra stuff. That's true. I feel like if we just if we left our milk out and we came back and it was like a gallon of Parmesan, that would be such a good problem. That would be a great problem. No one would be yeah. re- worried about refrigerating their milk. Well, Parmesan, you'd have to be in Parma for that. I think it's like a... Oh, it's another one of those regional Yeah, if you're in Parma and you leave your milk in the fridge too yes. long, you yeah. get Parmesan cheese. That's, that's true. Yeah, yeah. That's Otherwise, it's just hard milk. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah, I was going to do some like real life shit talk uh, here, uh, but I am going to skip it since Anthony's not here. Um, we don't have time for it. We don't have to, and we don't have time for it. Yeah, we're in a, we're way running late already, so we've got to get it moving. So, the, the, the launch window, Alex. <laughs> the launch window. <laughs> It's a storm coming. <laughs> we yeah, gotta go now. We do not care about uh, about safety at all here at NASA, but we. <laughs> this is it's the double that really makes me laugh. It's that NASA in this movie doesn't care about uh, about safety and really cares about doing things on time, which is mm-hmm. exactly the opposite of real NASA. Like the 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 follow up to Ares that they showed in the movie is the Artemis mission, which is almost twenty years behind schedule. Like they're not like we got to get this out the door. Who cares if it's finished? They're like. We'll never do it. Yeah, it'd be like, look, our babies will fix it, right? Yeah, like, that's you know, exactly, one of these, one that's of these generations. So, motto of NASA is our children will fix this. Um, also, anyway, so uh, why are we talking about Rocket Man, the 1997 Harlan Williams comedy? Not super topical. If we were going to be topical and watch a Rocket Man film, we would watch the one that just came out. Um, the, but the reason we're doing all of this is because this is the last week of Rocktober 2019. It's coming to an end. And so we had to watch something with Rock in the title. And, and everyone can agree that while there is rock in the movie Rocket Man, there are rocks 
which is more than rock yep in the movie rocket man it, this so. is about the level of thought that goes into these topics if you're wondering there was a, there was some good text message uh i, I feel like or emailing back and forth on this of uh, a lot of a fun I conversation mean, you had so many good rock little, topics this year i know or rock as we call them yeah i don't know did i say this rocky road i want to review rocky road the ice time. cream yes you did say that yes um, okay, i think that's a next solid time. option um i don't and know squishy. if it has an hour in it <laughs> do you think i'm willing to i'm willing to to, to try um i think that like mm, and then like too many marshmallows is like that's the whole show oh, no and then you're like ah, i'm not <laughs> oh it's gone <laughs> okay i guess we did the review <laughs> um uh yeah you also suggested third rock from the sun or 30 rock or mm. more rockies because we already watched one rocky but there's more um yeah I think there's like here. eight or nine more. Um, I would love to see if Third Rock from the Sun holds up. Um, I feel like it's a pretty good cast. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think I would enjoy that one. Um, anyway, so we have, uh, so it's it's, it's Rocktober. Um, let's do uh, as we do what we've been doing recently, which I really enjoy, is our our, our lightning summary. So we're going to take turns, and each person is going to give us, uh, we're going to explain one character from the film. So Ezra, will you start us off and tell us about Harlan Williams' character more than we already have? Yeah. Uh, okay. So, what if Harlan Williams' character from Half Baked, instead of um, being stuck in jail, was trying to get stuck in Mars? Uh, <laughs> um, and what if being sort of like a kind of delightful stoner um, was had had the weight of like trying to lead a whole movie on his own, yeah. uh, just by being an asshole? <laughs> um, alternatively, what if what if early Will Ferrell saw the script? passed on it uh and then you get this <laughs> and they had a backup plan yeah right it's like it was like jim carrey nope will ferrell nope okay who's left so he is like uh he is he is a computer nerd who's always wanted to go to space mm-hmm. but for obvious reasons won't uh yeah sh- shouldn't sh- should say. not yes should not um he is uh, the biggest klutz, but also in a sociopathic way, where at no point does he recognize any of the harm he's caused anybody. Yeah, he's, that's he's, a, true. he's a, bit of, a bit of Mr. Bean in him, too, where he's just like inexplicably still a child. Mm-hmm. Like, not Bean. Is it Mr. Bean? Bean. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to see like why the difference was. Uh, Bean, I want to say, also was a little less lecherous and/or racist. Yeah, those are both uh, probably true. Uh, Mr. Bean is not who I was thinking of. What was I trying? Uh, the one with the bike. Does Mr. Bean not have a bike? Pee Wee Herman. He Pee Wee Herman. He's also oh. got a Pee Wee Herman thing going on, uh, where he's just like he's a child. No one seems to mind, or they mind, but no one's like, "Hey, you can't act like this in the adult world." Um, they just uh, continue to let it all happen. So he's that guy. Yeah, he's not. I'll, I'll say. I guess one of the other reasons why we're watching this movie, besides from the rockness of it, um, is that I saw this when it came out uh, when I was twelve, and it was like uh, I was thinking I'd, I had just entered sixth grade, and my mom and I weren't like in along super well, but we saw this movie together. And I remember us both really liking it and it being like a nice time. Um, and <laughs> part of the reason why I'm even more impressed with this now is because this is not a good movie, yeah. <laughs> and like this is not this is not my mom's like. I think this totally could have been my style of movie yeah, when I was 12. Yeah, you at 12, my, for sure. I'm surprised yeah, your mom liked but it. This was not my mom's style of movie, but I could totally imagine, like, um, like she, like, being happy that I was happy and, like, enjoying it for that 
uh, I guess, in that way. Oh. And so, like, it's even, like, she's even more heroic, I think, for actually having a legitimately... Have you talked time. to her since you watched this about it? Yes. I asked her about it. She had no memory. I think it's for the best. <laughs> Those are the precious moments of your childhood um, yeah, that she, she just did, threw she away. She did also... She, yeah, she... Well, she... she no, I... I, I did not does not age super well but actually i remembered a surprising amount of this movie mm-hmm. uh, like uh, most of the main beats and like the like some things like really haunted me um uh, <laughs> was it uh like <laughs> him farting and his space spacesuit expands to contain that much fart that was fun uh but no i i but I let's think let's was, think about the physics of this for one second a the whole point of that spacesuit is for it not to collapse from the martian atmosphere so the pressure of his fart leaving his body is significantly greater than the pressure of the atmosphere on Mars. So that's one. The other thing is, in order for it to expand by that volume, he has to have lost that much volume inside his body. So we can't see it through the spacesuit, but he has raisined in on himself whoa, 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 while no, that's happened. Couldn't, no, wait, wait. Couldn't just the... Couldn't his, like, small intestines and or butt be, like, very, very, like, a huge amount of pressure, I guess? Oh, that's and true. So he's a pressure time. vessel. So yeah. then the seal... On Harlan's yeah. anus, I'm very sorry, Megan. The seal <laughs> is so is also ten times stronger than the atmosphere of Mars, uh, so that yeah. the atmosphere pushing out on the suit is being equalized, so that the inside of him does not. It's also possible that the um, fart itself causes an expansion of gas in a, a chemical reaction of some kind. There's lots of ways this makes sense. It, yeah, I, but I like um, to picture him raisined up inside because his body has lost most of its volume. In- well. You could picture whatever is that is that what's st- I guess my want. question is has that stuck with you? is that what's haunted you? That was no. So the thing like no. So there's a there's a lot of different like uh, isolation and going crazy parts mm-hmm. uh, basically where it's like there's like 24 hours like in a, an iso chamber and he's like I remember him mm-hmm. wanting to stick around longer basically mm-hmm. after the 24 hours. I was like oh wow the puppet show on his hands was going so well. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, good for him. Yeah. Uh, and then also, he also like basically suffers two bouts of like uh, eight months, uh, you know, uh, on a spaceship, like alone, basically. Man, uh, I did not laugh at much of this while it was happening, but in hindsight, both of those are pretty good moments. Like I can on on paper, I like those ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the, 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 sort of like, the one is he's going to so he's going to Mars. They have a hyper sleep so that the eight months is not such a bad uh, thing to endure. Um, and he just gets locked out of his sleeping chamber, and so he has to occupy by, himself for eight months alone. By the chimpanzee. Oh, yeah, yeah by, the, by the monkey, for sure. Um, speaking of which, uh, so we have a couple more characters we got to discuss real quick. Um, yeah, yeah, keep it moving. So he's part of a team. Yeah, this is the lightning summary. Um, he's, he ends up on this team uh, that has um, a typical astronaut jock man. Um, Played by uh, uh, William Sadler. Uh, yes. Famous f- for, uh, I believe, uh, he was the Grim Reaper in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Oh, that's just what he's famous for. Sure. Yeah, there, indeed, you're right. Um, he also played opposite, opposite Bruce Willis in Die Hard 2. As he also Stewart. played Office uh, of Shia the Beef uh, in, um, um, in that uh, Shaker Heights movie. Uh, Shia the Beef? Is yeah. that how you say Shia LaBeouf? Well, that's what LaBeouf means. It's the beef. <laughs> oh, you just translated it for English. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought that'd be helpful for you. <laughs> um, yeah, you really did. Okay, yeah. So, shy of the beef. And, uh, <laughs> that's now canon, and I will say it every time. Um, Thank you. I thought you'd like it. He, yeah, so, and that guy's just like typical astro jock, and it does not want Harlan Williams to be there, even though Harlan... To fart all over to him. To fart all over him. Yeah, for good reason. And it's sort of trying to undermine him during the tests, but then Harlan also... 
I guess just for no apparent reason, has the greatest lung capacity in human history, as well as the greatest ability to withstand dizziness in history. Well, I mean, that... I think this is still canon and linked to his half-baked character, so I think it makes sense to me. Oh, with the lungs? Because all the smoking? Yeah. Also, that might make yeah. some sense with the farting expansion. Yeah, and also, I mean, he used to put himself in the dryer as a kid. Right. Like, he had to survive a lot of stuff, you know? Yeah. I yeah. always imagined, because, uh, like, kids who want to, like, be baseball players growing up play baseball, but, like... Do you like kids who really want to be astronauts? Do they like go on that spinny thing in the playground and try mm-hmm. try not to throw up? Is that the merry-go-round? <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, the the teacups or the the scrambler. No, the one that they have on playgrounds is just like a metal sphere or metal circle and handrails, and you just get dizzy. It's not that fun. Oh, yeah, yeah they're yeah. very dangerous. They're not on modern. Yeah, right. Yeah, we don't, but, do, yeah. <laughs> we don't do that anymore for good reason. Um, who else is in this movie? Megan. There's a couple of other good characters you can choose from. Um, I don't remember. Julie Ford or Ulysses, a trained monkey. Uh, those chimp, are both. guys. No, <laughs> chimp. Well, we've been through this before on the show. I I don't distinguish between monkeys. Oh. Uh, Do you is, not remember okay, this? This is just one of Alex's things. You have a it's... lot of... Alex, you have a lot of things you take stands on that I can't keep track yeah, of. Yeah, why would you want to? Um, not healthy for you. Um, I... Okay. I'm not going to go through this whole thing because so far I've not gotten anyone on my side when I do it. So it's probably not worth continuing. But yeah, I, yeah, I, I'm sure. I just I think it's weird that with most animals, we don't like aggressively distinguish between scientific subcategories. But for some reason, the nerds have taken monkeys and been like, no, it is very important that we say all these things correctly. And I feel like saying monkey instead of chimpanzee is like saying canoe instead of kayak where like. It matters a lot to kayakers, but in general, if you mean small, narrow boat, people are going to be like, I get what you're talking about. I don't need your nerdery here. I mean, I think that's the thing where it's like, if you flip over one of them, it's going to be a lot trickier than the other. It is Um, probably true, sure. And if it was like, look, I'm a purchasing manager at a boat company, I should know those two things, but I am not, and so who cares? Like, I think think a lot of the time scientific... Let's go back to this boat company of yours. (laughs) How are you a boat company and you don't like? Why do you have to buy the the canoes and the kayaks? Why can't you make them? What what makes you a boat company? What's oh, your, what's oh, your no, business no, no, model? No. I was here? I was picturing we were like a rafting rental company, so we buy the ra- rentals and then we. Oh, that's re- not a boat company. <laughs> yeah, okay, you're sir. right. You're right. I'm, I'm not a shipping <laughs> line, if that's what you thought. But it, but like the White Star Line doesn't make their own boats; they have Irish people do it. Like you have. Is this, is this true, or is this just racist? <laughs> That's, a lot of the White Star Line ships were built in Belfast. That's like a famous thing about the Titanic. They do good work. It's not okay. their fault. Okay, let's keep it moving. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm going to keep saying monkey for chimpanzee because everyone knows it, knows what I'm talking about. But it's like, for some reason, it's something that we're, we like, um, actually a whole lot. And I don't... All right, well, good luck with that fight, buddy. Yeah, it's, not, uh, he's, Megan, he's, <laughs> it's a losing battle, Ezra. It's, anyway. It's, yeah. It, it's, it's like, I mean, like, alligator crocodile is another one where it's, like, super fun to know the difference for you, perhaps. But, like, no one... It doesn't matter. No one's like, oh, I hope care about, like crocodile doesn't about, like, bite me. And then, like, oh, it's an alligator. Like, oh, great. Cool. Uh, what, what about, like, like stalactite, stalagmite, like, concave, convex, like, peanut butter jelly? Do you care about any of these distinctions? <laughs> I'm not... I don't have, like, a... Um, classification phobia i'm not uh it's not uh, you've just drawn the line at this word that you don't want to have to worry about i just want everyone to stop um actually about monkeys because it's just not important there's a really easy way for us to do that 
is if you learn the difference. <laughs> yes, right, sure. Uh, I It's definitely on me. All right, anyway, so Megan, those are your two options. Or there's more people. If there, who else, do you, if there's a, someone else we want to talk about? Um, well, there's, I'll, a, I'll talk. There's, a, there's a Martian in the in the, in the the after credits tag also. Oh, I didn't see that. I did that. not watch that. Wait, there's a Martian? Yes. Well, I'll, ta- I'll talk anyway, about You're astronauts. not going to tell us who it is. You're, I was just waiting. I was like, surely he'll say who it is, but you're not. Okay. Go ahead. I'll talk about astronaut Julie Ford. Yeah. Uh, She is very smart. She can speak chimpanzee. She can. (laughs) (laughs) Which Harlan Williams can screech like a a chimp, but does not. That was really concerning to me when he was screeching. I was like, you don't know what you're saying. (laughs) This could be super racist in chimpanzee. You have no idea. It's very problematic. That's a good point. No, no, she knows how to speak chimpanzee. She's training Ulysses the chimp to uh collect rocks yes while they're on mars explain i don't know that they ever do that um so uh the life on mars or something uh uh, there's like little mission is to look for life on mars yeah so there's like stuff little tiny creatures that might be in the rocks way deep down Mm -hmm. and so uh ulysses has to go reach down into the fissures and like grab the rocks or right something. so they 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 bring a monkey so they can send it into the the dangerous parts of mars to look for life and he's trained mm-hmm. to like grab rocks and look for the right kind mm-hmm. and which it, is a weird stretch but like yeah i feel like you could probably have gotten just like an extended like mechanical arm that's what i'm really. saying yeah oh yeah totally. one of those yeah. claw things as a kid where you just pull the lever yeah mm-hmm. you could do that also uh Look, if you just said there was a monkey on this rocket, I wouldn't care why. Like, oh, you don't have to you don't have to lampshade the monkey. Yeah, exactly. You're like, look, uh, Harlan Williams goes to Mars. There's a monkey and two astronauts. I'd be like, yeah, great. Of course, and the monkey wore a little tiny. Um, ev- so everybody's wearing uh, uh, jumpers. Everyone has space like NASA jumpers, mm-hmm. which in mm-hmm. 1997 they did not know would be cool. But they're all wearing these cool ass jumpers, including the monkey. Mm. And if you're just like little monkey in a NASA jumper, no one is mad. No one wants to. No one cares what his origin story is. Anyway, it was a weird like yeah. over explaining a thing I didn't need to know. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, she uh, she's very smart and she's surrounded by all of these dumb guys. Uh, they're either really mean, like the jock astronaut guy. Yeah. Or, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, they're the main character who keeps uh, doing uh, dumb stuff, mm-hmm. um, and but you know is, is uh, super smart. Um, and you know she's there, I think, in the movie to, on the one hand, be like a strong female character who's really smart, and on the other hand, just like settle for this dumb guy. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Early, early on, I was watching this with Megan and Mary, and both both of them were like, Ugh, "She's gonna fall for that guy," mm-hmm. and nobody wanted it. No one in the room was rooting for Harlan to get the girl. That's awful, especially not that. Like, I mean, everyone I think wanted him to fuck the monkey, right? No one wants him to end up with the the really st- I don't, smart. I don't want to be like subscribed to that. Yeah, like I don't want to be you signed said. on I, to that. I heard what you said. <laughs> no, you didn't say that. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, but sure. Like I would rather him have ended up with the monkey than with her. It's just, just what a bad match for her. She could do so much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who do you ship, Ezra? If not Harlan and the monkey? Uh, 
a Harlan and the Martian at the very end. So what, what happens? So you can't keep giving us this character we didn't see. So what you very, it was very. It's like it's a three second like tag, but essentially it was. Um, uh, you just see like basically like some green legs put on the boxer short flags on on, uh, on Mars and like walk oh. away out of frame. That's that's what happens. We just see green legs. Yeah, okay. but presumably it's attached to something. Like, presumably. Okay, okay. And so yeah. you want Harlan to end up with green legs. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Okay. I don't know. Is that not a bad... Uh, like, I feel like that that's like a good... That's a good relationship for both of them. Yeah, I mean, it's not a it's not a bad fit depending on what's above the legs. I guess it's just a weird for me. It's a little bit aggressive. To... Roll those dice. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. I'm I'm fine with that. He also yeah. does give mouth to mouth to the chimp, and then later kisses his new girlfriend. And so everyone on that spaceship basically has monkey herpes at this point, right? Chimpanzee herpes, Alex. <laughs> Okay, so uh, that's the movie because it's uh, uh, because it's um, October because it's fall. We are all doing a compliment spice latte. So Ezra, I'd like you to go first. <laughs> what is your compliment spice latte for Rocket Man? Oh man, uh, Bo Bridges. I really liked in this. Um, Which was Bo Bridges? The guy who gave him a coin. Oh yeah, uh, what an interesting character. Uh, so he. Early on, there's just this, like, what seems like a just a throwaway gag where there's just, like, this guy at NASA who everybody hates, and they just say, like, oh, he's the guy who blew it on Apollo 13. Like, it wasn't, like, an accident. It was, like, this guy messed up. And everyone's like, yeah, that yeah. guy sucks. And then it turns out, in the end, it wasn't him. It was the jock guy, and then the jock guy blamed him, and it, it wasn't me what? moment. No, it wasn't. It wasn't Jock guy. It was. Uh, it was the pushy director guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. It was, it was pushy director guy who made the mistake. Sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but guy. anyway, the guy gets a redemption arc. So it's like the guy who mm-hmm. caused Apollo thirteen. Also, that was an interesting thing to remember because this is this movie came out a couple years after Apollo thirteen. So we're all still buzzing about it. Yeah. So this is sort. There's a bit of Apollo thirteen parody going on here. I think. I think that's mm. a big part of why this got made at the time. But yeah, yeah, but I mean, uh, I, Bo, Bo Bridges, uh, like, uh, so, Bud so Jeff Nesbitt, old, which is a good NASA yes. name. So, so Jeff, Jeff's older brother, Bo, I thought did real nice in this. Um, oh, it's Jeff's like, brother. Oh, Anthony would be so mad yeah. about that. Oh, yeah, that you didn't know this? No, no, right. that last week he really liked a character on Ballers. He really likes when he discovers new actors, and then he gets mad when he finds out they're related to other famous actors already. <laughs> so he really liked this actor on Ballers, and then he found out it was, um, uh, Oh, uh, what's his name? Anyway, very famous actor's son, and he had not known that, and he was pissed. Um, was it so, Colin Hanks? No, it was not Colin Hanks. Is Colin Hanks doing? Usually, movies? it's yeah. Usually, it's Colin Hanks. Who's, what's Colin Hanks? Whenever, whenever I'm in doubt, it's usually Colin Hanks. Um, yeah. So Bo Bo Bridges, great compliment. Um, uh, Megan, yeah, but no, he, he he did a good job. Megan, what's good, your good compliment, job. Spice Latte? Um, my compliment is how often I giggled during this movie and I don't know I always thought that Alex was laughing but then he thought I was laughing first and so we had to like I kept laughing at you laughing because it was like so bad and I thought you were hating it and then you would giggle and I'd be like why is it like I I just liked that you liked it I think it was very fun I don't know we were like I don't I was like I think I'm laughing because Alex is laughing and Alex thought 
he was laughing because I were laughing. I was laughing, and I don't, I don't know what was going on, but we had a good time. Yeah, we did. All That's right. true. Yeah, yeah. Sarah and I tried to watch it, and we turned it off, and I watched it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, yeah, um, I sort of force a lot of people into things that they don't want to do, um, movie wise, and sometimes causes them, uh, I guess, amnesia as well. Yeah, yeah, I will I'll force amnesia on all kinds of people. Um, so well, no, I mean, right? That, that's what happened. Right? I'm assuming that's why Mary's not here. Yes. Oh, right, right, right. That was. I thought Megan sabotaged Mary. We had multiple oh, well, jokes about this that we have to figure out what's canon now. Uh, it was the Martian. Great. Um, <laughs> it wasn't me. So, uh, okay, I had I had three gags that I I liked. Or two gags I liked and one that I kind of liked. Um, so real quick, micro compliments. I let, there was a uh, so the guy who gets injured, the astronaut gets injured and can't um, fly on this mission. Mm-hmm. He is at one point he's got a physical therapist who is just a dickhead for no obvious reason. The physical therapist says to a guy who has been injured on the job and is being trained in to walk again, goes, uh, "Be brave, Gary. Why don't you try walking?" Which is just a fun mean physical therapist that was fun um and then i liked the guy who blew it on apollo 13 but then my my favorite gag was just um during his eight months of of uh filling time uh, on the on the uh, space shuttle to mars at one point yep. he appears outside of the space shuttle on a spacewalk just doing the windows on the space shuttle like he was at a gas station he's just got a little squeegee squeegeeing yeah. yeah yeah the squeegee window made me laugh genuinely I think part one of the gags that made you laugh with the guy who blew it on Apollo thirteen was uh, the main character, like runs into him and like uh, uh, he spills all his papers all over the floor. Oh cause yeah, because that guy's you know just running around erratically and and running into him and uh, the direct the mean director who kind of framed this guy comes in and he's like, oh, another accident. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the I liked that that it was like canon at NASA that like they were covering yeah. up this horrible thing someone had done. Yeah, so the claws are claws are definitely out at NASA, guys. Yeah, it's very it's very uh, yeah very spicy. So for October for October we've been talking about how the Rock figured in each of these movies. So since you know this is not a Rock movie, this is Rock uh, as a general idea. Let's talk about how rocky this movie was. How how like how much rocket? How much rock? How did it work as a Rocktober film for you guys? Um, yeah, I mean there was Mars, right? And like they're, yeah. the whole reason they're going to Mars is to it collect was, rock. That's true. Oh my god, what if it was to collect the rock? That would have been so much better. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little bit. Um, I would say it was a little bit dustier than it was rocky. Yeah, that's true. There's a dust storm. What, so for December, is, it would be a good fit. Are we gonna move up, do a whole thing about dust now? Um, is that what else do we watch? We watch Twister. Okay, uh, giant dust dusty. devil. Um, I don't know what else. Is there a movie with Dusty Springfield in it? What's a good dust movie? <laughs> I feel like there's probably like D- dusk I, movies. Yeah, a lot of dust. There's dust. Dustin Hoffman. Oh yeah, Dustin Hoffman's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, oh, there's got to be a movie with like a bunch of dust storms in it. There is a 2014 wasn't movie f- called Dust, so that could be it. Hmm. Wasn't Fight Club scored by like the Dust Brothers? <laughs> <laughs> this is the best brainstorming session we've ever had. This is good radio right here. Um, it's like keep the, moving. the 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 coffee coffee shops around town, right? D- 
best bros. <laughs> um, as a, as a Dutch bros, Megan, and um, no one else gets that. Um, okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> good effort. Um, yeah, so yeah, Dust Brothers was a good memory. Yeah, there, there's probably. I, some I, I feel like yeah, this is this is this. I always say this to finish the great month of October on this is not necessarily the the the, the fond send off. I guess no, but what uh, if we watch the 1985 mil, five film Lust in the Dust, which is a <laughs> uh, a comedy western. You know, I'm interested. I like any time. I like any time like a genre has many words in it. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Give me more words in that genre I'm and see, to see what happens. In the dust. Um, yeah. Let's not ruin December with just this movie uh, or just okay, this this theme. Enough. But um, yeah, it's plenty rocky. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like there are like feats of strength, which is kind of fun. Um, oh that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's you know right with and during the whole. Uh, like training and testing montage. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I feel like The Rock would do pretty well in a lot of those. Long oh, capacity, that's a better question. Dizzy. How would this movie be if The Rock was the was replacing Harlan Williams? Uh, I don't like much better. I don't he, like The Rock when he's a fuck up though. I like him to be good at stuff. I like smooth The Rock. Well, no, I mean I think he's still he. It's not he's a. Uh, it's like he's like over. He's overpowered for it. You know, I think is usually the gag, right? Where it's just like. He has to learn to like to be like some self control or restraint. But, oh, like, interesting. Okay, it's, sort of like, it's, it's like it's like the tooth fairy one. Remember? Yeah, yeah, the tooth fairy. Yeah, so maybe he's like instead of it being he's a computer nerd who has to. It's maybe he's like the super jock space uh, person they were going to use. Yeah, with all has, these nerds who has to do this computer business now. Guys, wait. This is actually very pitchable. <laughs> <laughs> if we could re if we could re remake the rocket rocket man with the rock, I feel like people would actually be on board for this. It would be rock dash it man yeah yeah i mean i like the i like the idea of him and he's too big for spacesuits so like they put on the, he puts on the spacesuit and it bulges out not because of his farting but because of his giant arms mm. and like his tagline is just like it was me he's like taking credit for everything <laughs> i don't know if anyone needs this movie to be remade but this would definitely improve it for me yeah, um, not worse. If you had one uh, change for it that would make it better, so let's say we can't use The Rock anymore. Or or Megan. Or, and we can't put Megan in it either. So those were our two change, one changes that were already spoiled. But if you had one change, could you make this movie great in one in one change? Anything jump out of you, Megan? Mm. I guess the first thing that occurs to me is maybe instead of going to Mars, it's like Neptune. So it's like, like Uranus. Well, no. For obvious reasons, because um, I, you know, I'm not. A, I, I don't like that kind of talk. I don't like. I don't like a lot of uh, uh, farting in general. Yeah. Yeah. Don't like a lot of uh, the potty humor myself. But I do like the idea that the same thing is happening. But Harlan Williams is like uh, solo awakeness is like twenty five years hmm. instead of eight months. I, so I didn't see this. But that's basically the plot of Passengers, right? Mm, I didn't see it either. Or heard of here. Well, so, someone write in and tell us if that's what that was. <laughs> sure, it seems likely. Oh, the, well, there's some nudity in the in the first clip. Um, oh, it's Jennifer Lawrence. I, I mean, that seems like maybe that's what it's about. Okay, well, I'll just assume. Yep. Um, yeah, you're exactly right, it's, man. Uh, on a routine journey through space to a new home, two passengers sleeping in suspended animation are awakened 90 years too early. Oh man, I love this. Yeah. Okay, so that, but a comedy. Great. Fun, funny 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 insomnia yeah. <laughs> um let's see oh it's only about 12 years to to 
Neptune. So that's perfect. Yeah, that's way better than eight months. So that's my one change. Uh, okay, I would dig. Uh, can I feel like I feel like Mars just doesn't really do it for me. Also, just like 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 not just like the like that's a planet. There's not a lot to do. You know. Um, Why not? So what I would like not a lot to do. Uh, okay. Is there like I don't know like a Starbucks there? Is there a Disneyland? <laughs> oh, oh, uh, oh! You mean like okay? You mean like the walkability score is very low? It is is at best zero, <laughs> <laughs> arguably less, right? Because even a place where walkability is zero, it doesn't die. You don't die when you walk. That's there, true. You're right. You know? This is the least walkable neighborhood ever <laughs> recorded. Good luck with your Mars real estate, guys. Uh, that's all I can say. Location, uh, location, no. location. So actually, yeah. So, so I'll I'll say like instead of it being a trip to Mars, let's have there's like there's a new corporate planet that's out there, uh, which is like like Disney hmm. Spar- Starbucks Funland. All right, hmm. it's like we've, we've like uh, corporations have now like uh, but you know like how new- like okay, but if you're like uh, on vacation and you're like you're in Rome and then somebody's like let's stop at Starbucks, you would be disappointed. You know, you want to see the local flair, flavor. Well, if I would have to. to I would planet- first have to ask. Hold on, Alex. I'd have to ask. What are the Romans doing? Because I'm supposed to do that. That's how I know. So if Romans are at Starbucks, you better believe that is where I'm going to go. Okay, but let's... And also, it's very easy to get there because all roads lead there. And it's, it was well worth my time. It was not built in a day. <laughs> Man, I sure did pick the wrong city for that analogy. Um, that got out of hand real fast. Um, let's say you were in Paris, Ezra. And everybody's going to Starbucks in your yeah. group, but you want to see. My point is, you want local flavor. If you go to if you go to Neptune, you don't want to try Starbucks. You want to try whatever Neptunian comedy there or coffee there is, um, right? You want to see local vendors. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't want to go to I a corporate actually, planet. I want to go to a, a artisanal planet. I feel like here's the here's the here's the here's the dirty secret, Alex. The artisanal plants. We're just bought out by the corporate plants, but they kept the old labels. Yeah, that's probably that's, true. That's, that's the truth. Ugh, you know? That's so. true. That's all of our favorite coffee places. Is that really true? Yeah. Um, Blue Bottle, which is your good one, and Stumptown, which is our good one, and Intelligentsia, which is uh, Chicago's good one, are all owned by Pete's. Oh. Well, Pete's was... I mean, look, Pete's was homegrown also. At least, well, like, they're not actually... Us. Okay, so they're actually owned by a uh, Nazi gold-funded... Uh, family corporation that bought Pete's and Keurig and then all of our cool local coffee. I can't say I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I I wish this wasn't true, but like most of the coffee in America is now owned by uh, uh, Nazis. The, the the grandchildren of Nazis, they were like, yeah, we don't know where we got all of this money. It's kind of weird. Hmm. Late thirties, early forties, a bunch of money just showed up in our family's bank accounts in Germany. We can't say why. We were using it to buy good coffee. We're very sorry. I mean, if they're sorry, it does make it a little better, but not enough. <laughs> <For> sure, better. <laughs> uh, I love that like kid phrase. We're like, "Sorry doesn't buy," you know. Uh, so yeah, it's, sorry doesn't yeah, so- give Nazi take give Nazi gold back. Yeah, sorry, doesn't unnazi that gold. Exactly. <laughs> it is anyway, tough to unnazi this was not gold. the riff I want, the road I wanted to go down necessarily. But weirdly enough, <laughs> all, all, all roads lead to Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> that's the internet's rule. That's the, that, is, that, is, that is actually that is basically that rule. Yeah, that's all Godwin's roads, law. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
But uh, in this case, what I meant to say was, uh, now we're back in Rome. So anyway, the point is, you don't want to go to Starbucks. But that's an okay thought. I like a planet with more stuff to do. Do you Thanks, buddy. This is a good riff. Yeah, we, did, we, did, weird, make, we make, did weird. I have a change. Megan, I'd please, like make, yeah, uh, save this. change it up. Change um, this whole bit. Instead of a chimpanzee, a chimp, mm-hmm. uh, I would, I would say uh, an elephant. Okay. Yeah, oh, because right. that would be so hard. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, look, uh, uh, we think there's life on Mars, but all of it is just in the branches of trees. They've got the long nose. They can reach down, you know, or whatever. All of it is down trunk-sized holes. Mm -hmm. Oh, I also like the idea of like, like it's like, hey guys, this is gonna be really hard to like know all the features of Mars. We can't bring any computer equipment there because like some like some dust storms. We need to bring something that will never forget anything. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. We're just feeding all of this information into an elephant, like a like a giant (laughs) hard drive. And then we're like, oh no, we need procedure number three: elephant. <laughs> I would also like um, it to be switched a uh, chimpanzee for a monkey. So Alex can see this is an important difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, and, let's and, okay. Let's all imagine just how different this movie would be. <laughs> well, they wouldn't I have those lines anymore. If your one change was this is a monkey, no one would notice this difference in this movie. There, those lines where it's it's not a monkey, it's a chimpanzee would make no sense. That's true. They would <laughs> so also that, not make sense if it was what? an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a monkey. It's an elephant. That's a, See, that's a distinction worth making. I think there are some groups that are worth distinguishing. Monkey to elephant? Yes. Monkey to chimp? No. Um, what if... Okay, last last change. Every time that uh, Harlan Williams says, it wasn't me, it actually wasn't him. And we like at the very end, we see sort of like a... Oh, like a, the, a Kaiser the conspiracy Soze kind theory. Of like, yeah, 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 yeah. The Kaiser yeah. Soze re-edit that's like, here's how he didn't do any of those things. Yeah. Um... The other one that's really important to me is that uh, tomatoes are a vegetable. Anyway. Um, oh, that's fine. I'm okay with that one. Yeah? Because that's like, oh, yeah, no, totally. Because that's like, it's just the, the mean has shifted, basically, right? So we say there's like a, a scientific yes. kind of thing of fruit versus vegetable. And when we say it, usually we mean sweet versus savory. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. Produce. You're not you're not that's putting fine. tomato on your cereal and you're not putting, but you are putting it on salad. Like it's a dinner, it's a dinner plant, not a breakfast plant. It's a vegetable. Yeah, uh, uh, not a problem. I think that is exactly what's happening with monkey chimpanzee, where there's a colloquial definition and a scientific definition, and one is important. No, I think it's that no one cares that much in either direction. Um, But why do people care so much about this chimp thing, except except that people like correcting people? It's just the fun of snootiness. But Alex, you love correcting people. No, (laughs) I've been trying really hard to not do it. So now he's just correcting people for correcting people. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is very meta, Alex. I, I don't know if it's a lot better. Uh, I'm never having you on the show again. Okay, so we uh, have <laughs> we have one more segment. Uh, We're cut, smash cut to like uh, Megan cutting the lions on like uh, uh, Anthony's breaks and like uh, yeah, flashy thinking like all future guests again. Oh um, man, uh, our future show, um, Megan. Read it, and Megan. <laughs> we used to be about books. Uh, now it's now we're about, about making Megan. sabotaging guests. <laughs> um, so uh, our final thought um, for Ezra is going to be: Does it hold up for Megan and I? Well, you you never saw this as a kid, right? I think I did. Ooh, yeah, okay. I just I mean, just I had like vague like when they when he did the Sistine Chapel painting yeah, on the ceiling. I was yeah, like, yeah. I've definitely seen this yeah, before. An anchovy paste. Yeah, but. Um, 
so okay so for you two it's gonna be does it hold up i've never seen it before so for me does it fuck um uh, is there a different space themed one you can do does it fuck while floating mm. no does it reproduce in a test tube I gotta say, as I does it rock? Does it rock? Shouldn't it be does oh it rock? Should be does God. it rock? <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> this is our last chance. <laughs> uh. Wait, wait! You didn't do this for any of the rock movies? No, it's so good. Why did it come so late? Come <laughs> uh, crushed. Go, go back and edit it. Uh, oh, I'm so sad. You're so. Like we said before, does it rock? It wasn't you, Alex. Yeah, <laughs> it was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Alex, does Hobson Hobson shot? Does it rock? As I've always said, does it rock? Um man, that is disappointing. Well, I was trying to do it more often because uh we got an email a little bit ago from somebody um who I tried to pull up super fast and I couldn't, but it was just saying that every time I say does it fuck and other people groan, it makes her laugh. Uh so I like how the sample size for for feedback is so small that like pretty much if you write us a thing and tell us that you like it, I, that's gonna be. I new really canon. wish this was someone writes. I it. wish this wasn't true, but that's absolutely true. Um, yeah, I somebody wrote us recently and said that they really loved when it's just you, me, and Anthony, and so we should do more of those episodes. And so I was trying to schedule more episodes like that. Like seriously, right now the, the numbers of emails we get is small enough that you. And I and I always assume an email is like an iceberg that there's like mm-hmm. ten times more under the surface. Yeah, it's the law of icebergs. I've said it before. Um, this is guys basically like right into this show is pretty much like being like a like a like a like an Iowa caucus voter. Right, <laughs> you just get outsized. Yeah, yeah. If you if you want outsized impact, way undemocratic uh, representation. Email us and tell us something you think we should change or continue doing. Anyway, although it is a bigger impact when it says something that we already are doing. It's it's harder when it's like please stop this. So uh, tell me you yeah, like a thing that, that I already like 50. that other people don't like, more likely to continue. Anyway, as I always mm, said on this segment, picking. does it rock? Um, <laughs> or in your guys' case, does it hold rock? So Megan, Rocket Man, 1997. I'm going to have you go first. Does it hold rock? So I feel like there are all of these like memories you have from when you're a kid that are just like fuzzy, like just a scene or a snapshot or like a feeling or something. And uh, so that's that's what this movie is for me, where I like definitely remember, like I saw a scene and I was like, oh yeah, I, I like mm-hmm, have mm-hmm. a memory of that. And it just kind of brought me back to like, you know, going in to like renting a movie at Video Verns, you know, at the strip mall, like back when we had uh, uh, video stores and, uh, and you know, just really brought me back to the, to the 90s. And Was their slogan 20,000 leagues under the Verns? No, that doesn't work. 20,000 movies under the sea? That's what I meant. It should have been. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Video Verns. Yeah. So, it's not um, a great joke. Should have so interrupted for that. I, f- I feel it's like okay. it, it did, you know, just sort of capture, capture the era. So, do you remember which, like, which scenes brought you back? I think it was really just the Sistine Chapel one that yeah. I was like, okay, oh, yeah, I remember that. this. Yeah. 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 I yeah, mean, it's interesting because I uh, same thing with like the the expanding fart suit. There's a couple of other things where I'm like, yeah, I didn't really enjoy this when it happened, but I do. I can see how I'm going to remember that image now. So there's so that's yeah, actually a pretty good compliment to the movie. It, it's kind of iconic in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the Sistine Chapel on the ceiling was a great gag. Although I uh, 
the I don't really understand how their food system worked. Um, <laughs> Nothing but tubes. It's just all tubes. They were labeled, but no there astronaut was... ice cream. Right. I well, that's my main any issue. Astronaut. They should have had Rocky Road ice cream. Everybody should be oh, no. eating astronaut ice cream. All right. Um, so you're gonna say? So it sounds like kind of it rocks. Um, I don't know what that rock, means, rock, so yeah. I'll I'll Old just rock. say yes. It's up to you. It's entirely up to you. <laughs> it's like I'm speaking in chimpanzee, and I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Well, that was super racist, but thank you for your contribution, Megan. Um, I guess uh, did it, did it, I'm going to go next as as you can close it. Mm-hmm. So did it did it rock yeah, yeah. for me? Um, I mean, mostly I was annoyed by it. Like the it I I a catchphrase can ruin something for me so fast. The just the the forcing the catchphrase when it doesn't work. Um, and especially like this is a post did I do that world, and so you're just doing that but worse. Um, I, it was, and I, I did not find Harlan charming in the way that I needed to, and his his fuck ups were not in a like a way that made some sort of sense, and so I didn't want him to get the redemption that he got. Like I wanted the guy who was framed for Apollo thirteen way more than to get a good edit, way more than I wanted Harlan to have mm-hmm. a good edit. So that that kind of unrocks for me. That doesn't entirely rock for me that way. Um, it pebbles, it sands, it, it pebbles a little bit. But yeah, there are a couple of good gags and a couple of like good iconic images. Um, and it, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say it very barely sandstorms, you know, for our, it very barely dusts. Uh, okay. It does not entirely rock for me. S, Rocket Man. Uh, so, rock. I guess the one thing I should say, so this is written, uh, I guess, in part by Craig Mason, who uh, is, uh, I guess, most recently known for Chernobyl. Oh, um, shit. Yeah. And like People a ton of stuff Chernobyl. he has. Like a, yeah. And, and dude, dude is like a, I, I think like. He's written uh, a wide variety of stuff, oh, sure. uh, um, but but um, but also like I, I really enjoyed him on his. Uh, he had a, a podcast um, uh, um, that I, I now I don't script remember notes? anymore. Yeah, script notes. Thank you. I wrote. I read, listened to it for a while. Um, and um, him and, and John, John August, who wrote uh, Big Fish. I liked just anyway. I he is good. This movie, uh, I do not think it it rocks up uh, or holds rock um, for me. Uh, but but I think like the memory of like me enjoying this movie with my mom uh, actually is probably made better by the fact the movie itself is objectively worse. Because, it does, um, yeah, yeah. Like like I think like to know like because I that memory is like even I think like bolstered bolstered for me I guess just like knowing that my mom like made a real effort I think to to this is this is not super much hurt type of humor well i will say and, like, if i may sorry i'm gonna hate to cut you off right yeah. there because it's so sweet but i was it, it was sort of like i was laughing at megan laughing i could definitely mm-hmm. imagine watching this movie with a 12 year old would crack yeah. me up just watching how much he laughed at each thing i would be like i begrudgingly this is very funny to me yeah i think that's true so I by the way a, i was laughing a, at alex laughing I don't know right sorry to be clear oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i'm so sorry yeah. this is, this is this is just man. This is just like in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, uh, because like the old no, because the old versions of them say, "Hey Rufus," uh, when they meet like with the new versions, we never know how they find out that their his name is Rufus. Oh, like yeah, they only learn that his name is Rufus from the old version. Yeah, Rufus never introduces himself. Yeah, it's almost like time travel is an impossible paradox. Uh. You know, well, I'm just going to wait to the third Bill and Ted, well, which is coming out next year, and I'm very excited for it. That's true. I'm excited for it, too. Um, uh, so it it may not entirely rock for you, but your mom rocks. My mom does she rock. She holds up rock. She holds rocks. He ro- rocks up. Yes. All right. <laughs> Still good. Uh, rock on. This is mom. So we have one more quick thing before we go. I just want to do a very quick mailbag. Um, I want to jump into... Um, 
got an email from Steve, which, as we mentioned before, uh, a great time to email us, podcast at readdeskweep.com. Your vote will count for most votes. You, your vote will count for 80%. Uh, but Steve sent this email after our Ballers episode. Um, I've never seen the show, and it, did, it didn't really seem like my thing. However, I do know one fact about the show that might be of interest to you. As did you ever watch Ballers? Nope. nope. Yeah, don't. You don't need to. Is it about balls? Oh, mostly. Or the people who ball them? Yeah, it's ballers. It's balls and people balling. Uh, um, I did just try this morning to continue watching it because I liked it okay for the show last week, and I had a few extra episodes. And then I, it turns out I like it more than I normally do for podcast material. Not enough to watch it when I have free choice. It's, mm. I did not get through even a 22-minute episode. Good anyway, um, uh, Steve says, I know at least one fact that may have interested you in an episode... Uh, in the episode, a lot is made of the idea of, uh, the, in our episode, uh, the type of person who watches Ballers and also Anthony's history of negative reactions when he tells people he watched it, which makes sense to me, at least superficially, as someone who's never seen it. But there's one fan of the show that made me think twice about it. Apparently, Ballers is the favorite TV show of Senator and presidential candidate Elizabeth Warren. I think I heard this, yes. Apparently, it's a well-documented fact. Uh, she's talked and tweeted about it several times, and when asked about why her favorite show is Ballers... Apparently, her response was, because it's The Rock. So, uh, also apparently, The Rock responded to this by having an Easter egg in a later season showing his character on Ballers reading Elizabeth Warren's book in a very recent episode, which does create kind of a time paradox that, obviously, Ezra, you would love, but... Um, yeah, all, all for it. Thanks for, the, thanks for the show, and happy The Rocktober, Steve. Um, isn't that fascinating? You of all like I it does seem like as much as I like the rock I am a little surprised that um uh that's where you get into the rock, Lizzo, oh, the rock canon yeah right exactly like of all the things you can walk what well, Lizzo Warren is like really into this testosterone football show um hmm. comedy it's fascinating she she also liked Game of Thrones I mean it's just like you know just put picks up whatever HBO is uh, putting down yeah she's a big fan of the of the home box office that's fair. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's fun, and I also like the idea of like somebody liking a show, and then the show having them like that person, and that Rufus paradox right there is very yeah. interesting to me as well. well that's kind of neat, and also it's sort of like a mutual admiration, sort of like high five back and forth. I enjoy that too. So mm-hmm. that's really cool. Yeah, people. Good. Wait, and this high five back and forth—that's confusing because yeah. usually when you high five one time, I know that's already completed. I know. How do you do it again? Right, but because of the way t- TV works, it takes so long. It's like. One person uh, high-fived the other person who wasn't looking for it and gets in, in the head. And then that person later high-fives the other person in the head. Uh, but it wasn't them. Yes, exactly. It wasn't me. Okay. Did we do it? <laughs> That's kind of a lame callback, but it'll have to do. All right, everybody. That is our show. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back again next week. Next week uh, is November. That's all I know right now. Um, we have a really uh, strange uh, like month and a half coming up on the show. I'll talk more about that next week. Um, I have some some news news uh, that you can use, and so people. Um, but we will do. We will be. We will be doing something fun and interesting. I just haven't figured out what it is yet. But we'll be talking again next week. Keep listening. Um, thank you so much for joining us, Ezra Fox. It was great to talk to you. Wait, how did Harlan Williams take off his boxers without dying in Mars? Finally. That, I knew there was one flaw in this whole thing. Yeah. There was one thing that couldn't be at working, and I, I just didn't know what it was, but now... My one change might be that, that just that moment kills him. <laughs> like, like that's where it becomes like just... a... a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if you decompress no, you super fast, wouldn't. I guess, but like... 
Okay, so you might survive it still. It's not a great idea. No, I mean, well, because you still have some oxygen. It's just leaking out at some speed, and then it, and then you would just suffocate, I think, is how you'd die that way. Uh, we'll use it back up. Oh, so he might just lose only... Yeah, he might be able to pull it off. Okay, you know what? Ez, this movie checks it's out. Fine. This is perfect. <laughs> Can't argue with anything in this movie. I stand corrected. Uh, all right, uh, thank you. For doing... And uh, Megan, thank you so much for saving the day. Yeah, Megan. It wasn't me. <laughs> also, you were, you know, you picked on me a little bit, which is what Anthony would have done. So you really <laughs> did hold up the year end of the show. Guys, guys, I'm gonna turn off the gravity on the show now, and you guys can like dance, and, I'll, and me and the me and Ulysses will shine a spotlight on you both, and you can like, you can, like dance in the in the in the emergency blanket. Uh, this is gonna be beautiful, like, and I tux. hope you don't mind that my mouth still tastes a little bit like monkey. Chimp- chimpanzee. Chimpanzee. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next week. Bye. <laughs>